0: Hi, welcome to Interviews Podcast. I am passionate about business. I used to run businesses for others before launching my own. And I have always asked myself one key question. What is the secret recipe to properly structure and successfully run a business? So I am on a quest to find out through insightful conversations with entrepreneurs all around the world. Follow me on my journey to crack the entrepreneurship code. Interviews is sponsored by Bertoli Digital, a Wix website agency built for startups, individuals and SMEs. Bertoli Digital is also Finland's first certified Wix expert and Wix partner agency. 1% of all the agency's project revenue go to Global Footprint Network to help change how the world manages its natural resources and respond to climate change. If you want to know more, www.bertoleadigital.com or contact at bertoleadigital.com. Today I am with Eric Van Gauser, co founder of Swiss Autoglass, based, as you may have guessed, in Switzerland. Hello, Eric, thank you very much for joining me. Good morning, how are you? Uh, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm home, of course. As, like everyone else. Uh, as everyone else, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey.
1: Well, so I'm thirty-six years old now, thirty-seven soon. Time passes too fast. Um, I know. Yeah, <laughs> a bit more than six years ago, um, we founded a Swiss Autographs with my partner. So we met. Much longer ago, way more than 10 years now. So, we're like uh, more than an, an old couple. He used to be my boss in my previous company. Okay. So we, we were doing actually the same as we do now. So, replacing uh, windscreens on cars. He left his job and uh, I followed. And then there came the question what we, we're going to do next. And he's been doing that for. A long, long time, I'd say at least a hundred years, I could have done something else, but yeah, it was a challenge to like, build something with him, so we spent I think yeah about two years, almost two years on the, on the project and thinking how we're going to do it, what we're gonna do, uh, because we're against very big players which have loads of money. we thought, what could we do differently because if you just copy them and don't have the money they have, you're just gonna fail. And so when, two years later, we had like the, what we thought is a good recipe and we, we started.
0: Okay. What, what does your business do? Uh,
1: so we, yeah, we exchange windscreens on cars or not only windscreens, all the, the windows that might be broken on a car. You do that all over the world. Uh, we have one big competitor, which is in 35 or 36 countries, uh, which we used to work for. My business partner was the founder of the Swiss branch of that company. And so, yeah, we started again. Yeah, I think in, uh, in Switzerland, what is nice is you can really focus on uh, delivering service uh, and that's what we've built the company on. So what we wanted is to to do something which is really simple to use for, for the customers. But you just have to call, uh, spend two minutes on the phone, then you have your appointment. And rather than driving somewhere, you you have a technician which comes to your home or to your workplace and does the work on your car. So something that is really convenient, which saves you tons of time, uh, where you don't have to talk a lot on the phone to explain your problem, etc. So we really try to simplify every step, including the waiting time. So our aim is to serve every customer within 24 hours.
0: It's interesting because you moved into a, a very competitive market, as you said, with, with big players. But still, you found a way to be different.
1: What we've seen in, uh, in many countries, where we've seen the same situation, people moving away from, uh, our, from big competitors to build their own company, mm-hmm. um, is that they, they try to copy what the other is doing. But when you're against a company who earns millions uh, or hundreds of millions of euros every year, unless you have a really deep pocket, you can't do it. The risk you fail is, uh, is really big. So what we think is if you want to be competitive in the market, uh, you should go somewhere where, where they won't go. Of course, you're going to be way smaller. You won't be a world company. You won't be a lot of things. But there's a an area of the market where, where you can be strong. So you have to focus on service, on being the quickest, on being the most convenient.
0: You mentioned that you were challenged to build the business. Why is that? Why do you call it a challenge? Well, because for,
1: for me, it was the first time. So my business partner, he, he knows how to do it. He's done it uh, in France, he's done it in Switzerland already. So it's, I think, more repeating of of the same. Uh, for me, it was uh, the first time building something from scratch. Uh, it was the first time uh, being my own boss. It was uh, yeah, a lot of first times. Well, it was something that I've always kind of dreamt of because I've read books of Richard Branson and, uh, and others. But uh, yeah, when you make that step, it's quite a change from being quite sure to have your salary at the end of the month, uh, mm-hmm. from having uh, your job security and everything, to going to a company that doesn't exist, that mm-hmm. you have to file, that you have responsibility over. And as well, as soon as you hire people, as uh, they leave the job to join you uh, for something that doesn't exist either. So yeah, you have to, this is that challenge to you and that responsibility of what you, you're doing. And yeah, I think now, once you're in there, it's very difficult to come back into a normal lifestyle, I'd say. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because you, I think yeah, you always had the, the good and the bad, but uh, you can make your own decisions. You can influence the way the company works, good or bad, of course, but you still influence it. And so I think once you've done that step, going back to to something more traditional, would be difficult.
0: So it's been six years, right?
1: It's been say, more than six years. You know? More than
0: six. More than six years. Yeah. And compare compared to six years ago, what have changed? Well it's changed?
1: Quite a lot, because you you know when you, you plan your thing, uh, it's all bright. Future is bright. You do nice Excel sheets where you you can based on the Excel sheet and make a lot of money, and it's really easy, you can play with the numbers, and it's always very nice. Uh, but then when you come into the, the real thing, uh, you see it's different because yeah, life is not an Excel sheet. <laughs> so yeah, you, sometimes you're gonna just be better than what you thought, sometimes it's gonna be worse, but yeah, you have to to work on it. And it goes by the day, so some da- some days you, you feel like a superhero, <clears throat> some days you really feel bad. Yeah, so, so that has changed, I think, the experience. And uh, going through the good times, which is always very nice, but going as well through the more difficult times uh, where you have to make decisions, where you think you, your business perhaps going to end because you... It's not going like you want, etc. then the day after it can, can be the total opposite. So yeah, I think it's that has changed.
0: Well, let's talk about a bit about that because, as you know, we are on this uh, COVID nineteen uh, turmoil right now. Yeah. And as as you mentioned, there is before you've experienced bad times like good times. So how do you how do you adapt to bad time and well even worse times?
1: What we did when we saw it coming is um, try to plan a bit what could happen. Of course, you don't know, but uh, I'm generally try to be a positive guy. So I think that in every crisis there there might be an opportunity for for everyone. So mm-hmm. then just depends how you handle it. But we we've laid out a plan which uh, for our businesses well could be uh, status quo. Which means we can continue business as usual. Uh, We don't see a big change in uh, in demand, more demand as well, uh, because you could assume that people don't take trains anymore, so they're going to drive more, Mm -hmm. Uh, or you could see a drop. Or, of course, worst case in your area, you you could say that you have to stop the business entirely for a few weeks. I think for us or for me, uh, my way of doing is I just try to plan the different outcomes and uh, so uh, I'm preparing for, for every scenario. When it's daily business or usual business, you can do that more on, uh, on the longer term because of course there's no, not so much change, uh, but today it's more, of course you go on more day-to-day basis and then I, I think it's uh, as well something in your head to just uh, try to stay calm, not stress too much about what could happen and just uh, yeah, but go with the flow but still try to influence it and for me in the uh, in the situation today what helps me a lot is that i'm not alone but my mm. business partner and so we can share discuss etc and his role in the in the company is a bit more distant from the operations than i am so um, it gives us different point of views as well so we can uh, yeah, we can share ideas, uh, share views, and yeah, often it happens that I'm call- I call him and say, yeah, I have that problem and uh, don't know what I'm gonna do or it's really bad, et cetera. And then he just tells me two, three things or calls me back five minutes later, and then, yeah, it just helps the process very much.
0: Mm. Yeah, that must be very uh, comfortable, having someone to be able to talk to and there are a lot of entrepreneurs though that, are, that don't have that uh, possibility. What would you recommend do?
1: I think it's important that you have someone who you can share your problems with. I think it's also good if it's not a friend uh, or family because they might have a, a base views on uh, what you need to do. They might be too nice or, or too pessimistic that's something I saw actually when, when we started business as well, you have the people who, who just try to please you, they yeah, are the best guy in the world. So you're going to have a lot of success and going to be like top entrepreneur of the world and etc. Just they don't mean it bad, but it's just, they're just nice, but they still have no idea of what's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you have the, the one who tried to protect you. So yeah, you know, there's no job security and everything. So you shouldn't do it. Uh, so that's, I'd say the, bad side of people who who like you very much um so it's good when you have someone who yeah who knows perhaps a bit about entrepreneurship who doesn't want to be uh your friend because he's going to be tough with you yeah who can challenge you who can ask you tough questions who who can tell you that you're wrong but also can tell you you're right someone you can share your problems with. I think that's really important.
0: The key message here is don't, don't stay isolated.
1: Exactly. I think that's really, really important because yeah, just be able to talk to someone might help you a lot. So it's like uh, my business part often uses uh, the image of a football coach. So the player is on the field, he's playing, and he's on the outside and sees something that you don't see. And perhaps just telling you, yeah, just try to play the ball like that, it's going to light up your game. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that I see. So I'm lucky because I found that person in my business partner. So, of course, we're friends as well. But uh, yeah, sometimes our discussions can be really, really tough. But I think, yeah, it's really good when you have someone like you can share your problems with or yeah, coach or something else. But I, I think, mm-hmm. If you're really alone, this can be, I think, it's much more difficult to succeed.
0: Mm. I like that analogy with um, the coach, the football coach. And often, what we think is that the person that, I, that you would like to reach out, being a mentor or a coach, we think that that person needs to be better than you, you have better technical skills. But if you take the example of the football coach, the football coach's job is not to be better than his players; is to make the players better. And what's really important is that the mentor, whoever it is, doesn't have to be better than you or whatever skills you have. He doesn't even have to know the industry.
1: No, uh, it is more mindset. Or yeah, it has to be a coach, and he uh, won't give. I don't think it's a person who will give you the the answers to what you need to do because you, it's like the football player knows what he needs to do. But yeah, the, that role of the coach, I think is more like to unlock your, your potential and to yeah, just give you another point of view, uh, but not, not tell you what you, to do. It's not, uh, it's not to be your boss and say, yeah, you have to do that. You have to do that. You can't do that. It's more asking questions.
0: Thank you for promoting uh coaching. <laughs> you but, also mentioned, you also mentioned something about positive mindset. You said yeah. that this is something that you were trying to do. How do you do that? What's your uh, recipes for to to keep such positive attitude?
1: Perhaps I'm too positive sometimes. Sometimes I should be more more negative, but uh it's something when I, I play, I used to play rugby and the coach used to say, you start the game at zero zero and you're not starting to, to lose it. So you're going for the win. So you have to, to take out the positives. So what are you doing well throughout the game and build on that? So that's what I try to transpose in, in, in my daily life and just see what works well build on it and uh, do more of it now, of course they're going to be negatives but if you concentrate on that you can or oh, at least I can drown myself in negativity so uh, I prefer to build on what's working because there's always something working and then uh, go on from there
0: so what are you good at
1: A lot of things, I hope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's say, what are you very good at?
1: Well, I think business-wise, my my strengths would be more on the people management side. Pretty good at, I think, as well uh, in uh, in the processes, organizing the process for the customers. Uh, But I think both go together. So if you have a good team, it's easy to organize. uh, a good process for the customer. And then last strength is uh, developing uh, the business from a sales point of sight. And things I like less, but perhaps all the administrative stuff, but I think there's a lot uh, of entrepreneurs who have the same problems.
0: Yeah, I confirm. <laughs> How do you build a good team?
1: I think you have to be very honest with yourself about who you are, that you have strengths and weaknesses. That you have your own character, and that you you shouldn't try to to fake it. Well, While I was working before, I we used to do like 360s, where they tell you where you have to improve in your character and uh, etc. Honestly, I'm not a fan of it because it's in the end you you try to play a role, so like to be the perfect manager, but that doesn't exist. And I think people. In the end, they prefer to have you as your real person than uh, something which is a bit, uh, a bit faked. The other thing which makes a good team, I think, is that they, they clearly know where you want to go. Yeah, I don't want to sell something that's not existing. But I just want to say how it is. And then again, some people will like it, some won't. So, but I think you have to be very clear with that. The last part for a good team is that you're really a team, so it's not me and my business partner which uh, are uh, owning the business and have all the benefits of it and the others are just working hard, low salaries etc. I think what makes a good team as well is that when we reach the goal that we've set, everyone can uh, can enjoy it. So we've built as well a, a bonus system. if. As a company, we, we, we win. Everyone wins.
0: Interesting. Some good uh, leadership lessons here.
1: I think well, it's my way of doing it. So I don't know if it's perfect, but uh, it's a way of uh, that I feel comfortable with. And that's the good side of being an entrepreneur: is you can decide your own way.
0: Yeah, well, you talk about the the freedom again. Many people you know that I've interviewed say say the same.
1: I think yeah, when I talk with other entrepreneurs, it's really something that's it's really a common point between almost everyone, is that you have yeah, that freedom to influence your life and the life of people around you uh, that you won't have if you're just working for
0: someone. Yeah, you also have the freedom to choose to make your people better.
1: Well, what is good is if you make people around you better it makes your life easier
0: i agree and you um, become a better leader
1: yeah and uh, w- what i see is more i empower our team the, the easier my work is because they uh, handle more things without having to ask me for authorization or approval or whatever and they're going to do it really nicely because they gotta think about if i take that decision Uh, What's the influence for the company? Will it be good? Will it be bad? Will it cost something? What will it bring? And I don't have to make a decision, but then the only challenge in that for I think For a human being is to accept that other people Will perhaps try to reach the same goal, but uh, with a different path than you would choose. Mm. But I think that's that's a challenge for for the leader
0: Right. Um, Yes accepting that people are not you (laughs) they'll
1: they'll do it perfectly fine but they'll do it in a different way than you would do it
0: exactly and that is okay
1: (laughs) but yeah sometimes you just uh in the beginning it's really hard honestly sometimes yeah just say why are you doing it that way but if you take a step back and just let it happen you have to care about it anymore
0: yeah and the thing is some they even uh, May do it better than you. Probably. <laughs>
1: As an entrepreneur, you have so much stuff in your head, so you have to think about finance, marketing, sales, HR, and 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 and. And when you start growing your team, you have people who can focus more on one thing, even if they don't need it's exactly how you would have done it but they have more time to do it they have time to concentrate on it uh, what you can't do because you have to think about thousand other things at the same time
0: mm. what's the big goal for your business
1: I think uh, as a business it's just you, you know, to grow a little bit more uh, but stay uh, I say a smaller size uh, so yeah, an, employ- uh, an employee stays a person uh, that we can know that everyone knows each other. That's really a, a small and solid team rather than being an intentional company where we can give uh, good conditions to the people and have fun together. I think that's uh, the goal for the company. Um, and of course, maintain what makes our strengths today is uh, an amazing customer service for for me and my partner was just uh, yeah, have fun with it and uh, that, uh, that it allows us to, to have a, a good future, uh, stable future and uh, enjoy ourselves and uh, have fun with our team as
0: well. So if you had one recommendation for all the entrepreneurs out there, or wanna be entrepreneurs, what, would it be? Well,
1: we've talked about it already, but it's, uh, find someone to, uh, to share your problems with.
0: Don't, don't stay alone.
1: Don't stay alone. I think that's, that's really important. I think if you, you find the right person to share it with, you could even have surprising, uh, results like unlocking, uh, a potential, developing your company even, uh, faster. Etc. Just because you, it clears up your mind.
0: Excellent. So, how can people contact you? Do they want to get to know you or you know know about your business?
1: Well, the, the easiest I think is uh, by uh, LinkedIn. So the easiest way to join me is there. Uh, okay. I think there's my phone number on there as well. So if people want to go there and have my phone number, it's no problem. Always happy to to share some nice discussions and. Uh, when the confinement is over and uh, if location is not too distant, we can share a beer as well.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Eric, for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback about today's interview. So if you have any questions for myself or my guest, or if you'd like to be a guest yourself, send an email to contact at laurentautin.com or reach out on LinkedIn. See you next time. Bye-bye.